like in their faces. They have like expressions, and I re- I don't like animals. Have you ever been with a live sheep before? Yeah, well, like I avoid it at all costs, but like I have. I've never encountered a. Dude, live I was gonna what say like this? what? Like she's like running away, and there's just sheep everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, <laughs> you don't want to go to New Zealand, Zealand as well. One you can sit wherever you'd like. Any that one. <laughs> this microphone sucks. So, right. so let's you do have this that one. one. Okay. Hey guys. All right. How are you doing, Tori? I'm doing so well. Thanks for having me. I'm great so excited. To and great to be back. Great to be back. Yes, back. Oh yeah, former former guest. Yeah, I've yes. Been here this is not my first uh, radio free rodeo. So not the first radio free rodeo. And our uh, our other guest. It's her first time. Uh, you can see her all around the city. Waitressing, <laughs> <laughs> not even performing. Hey, you're performing. No, no, I, uh, no, that's true. This was payback for what you said the other day. I don't even remember what I said. Is this like she a fight? She said, uh, that, she said that I, yeah. Just she said that I seem like I'm high all the time. I don't think I don't think I said that. I no, you did. You're <laughs> you're not chill enough to be high all the time. Sorry. Yeah, no, I No, but agree you know with when that. you have a conversation no, well, and you're like <laughs> He's like someone who gets high and anxious when they're high. That's right, what right, he, right. that's that actually how it is. Yeah. That's why I don't. That was a good and other ways. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, you like that intro? Yeah, I liked the intro. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Well, welcome. I was <laughs> glad to you. have you all here. If you need to adjust the microphone or anything, feel free to. I know it's like Thelonious set him up, so he's like six eight or whatever. So it's like, <laughs> is the if you need to like put, it, put it down. Okay. Are we in frame, Thelonious? Oh, what a nice. Treat. Um, well, <laughs> <laughs> was that in frame? Thelonious. <laughs> Thelonious set up <laughs> the entire room, and then he tripped over it. Um, so that's good. That's good. Um, well, welcome. It's cool. I feel like this is me against the. The entire staff of Broadway comedy. (laughs) 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 This is like a 3v1 situation. Yeah. Um, Yeah, cool. I I guess. uh, Hot. You're, what'd you say? Oh, yeah. Never mind. I got to turn the AC off. I said. uh, Oh, the noise. Yeah. We spend most of the show just setting things up, if you guys couldn't (laughs) tell. We just kind of rustle around the room for most of the time. (laughs) And then we do five minutes of radio, and then and then we go. Yeah, home. it's mostly set up and and talking about we how the setup works. Right now? Is we have on? thousands of listeners. <laughs> we a week. There, I, es- <laughs> I we estimate thirty million. Right. Yeah, is an estimate yeah, that we yeah, go yeah. with. This is uh, a chart Thirty million. We, it does listeners. dip when we get on the air. <laughs> From thirty million to like a hundred. Well, they just know skip ahead thirty minutes, and then you'll be set up and good to go. Oh, exactly. that's exactly. So right now they just tuned in. Yep. They and they're hearing this. Yeah. Nah. No. Well, if they tune in at any point, they might just hear me like with like radio silence. Like while you guys were gone, <laughs> I was like, comes to think of something to say. <laughs> and instead I just started playing music. Hey, but what we, music, music is good. We only have one song. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. my- <laughs> so like if we, if we do anything from Spotify, it gets taken down. Right. If uh, you play it for more than like uh, five seconds. So I use my friend's song. You guys want to hear it? Yeah, I do. All right. All right. For the fourth time today, <laughs> <laughs> our friend's song. This is the song. I like it. It's pretty good. It's just like, it works, right? Yeah. Hey, welcome to Radio Free Brooklyn. This is the uh, bottom sensual, of the barrel. Man. <laughs> is that too sexy? It's way. Like a, a, an official name yet? Or, or no? Yeah, we do. Is it I think we do. Bottom of the barrel? I thought they weren't letting you use that. Who said that? I don't know. They can't stop us. <laughs> Whoever <laughs> they are, that. they can't stop us. Fuck them. Try. Just <laughs> bacon, eggs, and grits. No, we, we changed it just so that it would be our baby. 
instead of just just Bologna just food. his adopted baby. Right, right. Yeah. Well, you know, so we, he was the stepdad for a little bit. Wait, the so old what, baby what got rid of it. it. Well, it used to be uh, when it was just me. It was uh, eggs, bacon, grits, sausage. I was talking oh, to right. guests, oh. not to myself. <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't an <laughs> insane thing. People do that. <laughs> I know Bill Burr does that. Yeah. But I tried it, and that. it was extremely difficult. I think I did that for a whole episode one day. Really, just by yourself. You were live alone. Yeah, I was live alone, and then my guest showed up like half an hour late, and As I was just wasn't alone. Intended to be. It wasn't way. intended. Got it. I tried it because I had li- been listening to the Bill Burr doing it, and it went. You're like I'm just like Bill went. Burr. Let's yeah. do this. The time went. I I felt like I was bombing, <laughs> you know. And there's Probably no one here. <laughs> <laughs> <I was bombing. laughs> But hey, this is not about me. I, right. I brought it's you guys to talk about you guys. <laughs> tell us about how you guys bomb, Tori. You want me to talk about bombing, dude? Not tell us about you know your your favorite bomb. My favorite bomb. I honestly don't like nothing comes to mind, which sounds terrible. I wish I had like an epic bomb story. But, I think um, I think mine is I I had a five minute set and I was done in two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it was done in two minutes and it was horrible. Like I I literally almost. <laughs> Or one time, uh, one time you, I don't know. I went to this mic and they do bells. You know what I'm oh, talking about? Harlem the one Nights? Up in, yeah. Oh. And I I got two bells and they were pity bells. They were very, <laughs> and then the next guy went up and got like 24 bells. Who was it? I, it was, it was oh, unimportant. This the is like the light. Comedian. It's like every time one. you get a laugh, you get a yeah. bell. Yeah. Instead. Should we have the, ne- the guy who got 24 was, bells on? It was Leo. <laughs> Leo went up after me. What are you doing with this guy? Yeah. Ding. Yeah. dude. It was embarrassing. Um, wait, I don't, uh, Maggie, I don't know much about you, actually. I'm interested in... You, yeah, can well, you tell us who you are? Sure. Tell us who you are. <laughs> who are you? Because uh, they know you. I don't. I don't. <laughs> Do they? I don't know. I, they, know. They, you know what? Let's find out. The listeners need to know as well. So. Yeah. True. Um, hey, listeners. <laughs> I'm Maggie. The 30 million Yeah, listeners. Yeah, Thank guys. Um, everyone. Tune in. Um, I started stand-up about a year ago. And so I got a job at Broadway thinking that that was my ticket to success. Smart. And thus far, it has been. Yes. Um, we're friends now. Yeah, that's true. I met both of them through that. Oh, you're friends with Tori? You made it. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I zoned in early and thought, this is my ticket. Um, yeah, so um, what else do you want to know? Um, Interesting story. Where are you from? From Massachusetts originally. Ooh, not fun. <laughs> bombing, bombing. <laughs> One time I was on a radio show and. Uh, nice. This is your credit now. Yeah, exactly. There we go. My personal our... story didn't hit with the fans, so. Uh, well, maybe we should we should change our name to bombing. That'd be fun, dude. I am not going to be on that. Tori goes from bonding to bombing. Will, yeah, yeah, that's what I, <laughs> I gotta go, guys. <laughs> I cannot be on that poster. I will not just bomb. Well, and the one boys. from today is just so good. So. has <laughs> put in some work last night. Really Thank you very much. Together, great poster. You know, uh, I, I do try sometimes. I, I do it so that just so that Hamza like notices that I'm trying because sometimes <laughs> I feel like I'm on I'm I was on the phone with him last night. He's like, So what are we still on the phone for? And I'm like, uh, uh, never mind. All right, have a good night. Thelonious was trying to reset a password for like eight minutes last night. I was like, dude, I cannot sit here and watch. For what? Um, The Instagram. The the one that is not Radio Free Brooklyn, but Bottom of the Barrel Morning Show. Got it, got it, got it. It's bottom of the barrel boys, which I really want to take boys out of it. Oh, you changed it. Yeah, yeah, because the infographic for today 
Thelonious, isn't that what you're just saying? Oh, oh, sorry. Got it. I blacked out. <laughs> active Whenever listener. Whenever Thelonious talks. That's what this whole is. Maggie's <laughs> active listener. We like Maggie here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's good. <laughs> I'm already winning. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was beautiful. Thank you for yeah, that. No, I, like I that, loved it. I like that he used like an athletic pose, I think, for Tori or something. It's like yeah. a woman like, like, well, like both like, of you guys. It's both, <laughs> yeah, both active. both active. fit in that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank God. And then, Wait, sorry. I was going to say, we share a body in the info. We share a body because that there's only one right. body and I couldn't figure out how to do a body <laughs> sitting. It was very, there was thought that went into this. Was there? How much yeah. time did that take you? Yeah. Uh, probably 20 minutes. Days. Okay. It took him days. I, I did it all <laughs> on Snapchat. We had a meeting. It's the only oh, Photoshop I know how to do. Oh my God. I don't know how to use Photoshop. <laughs> really I just use Snapchat. Canva. Haven't you seen Julia's bit about uh, Canva? I, I do know Julia's bit about Canva. Canva and you should use it. Yeah. I know. What is what is what is Canva? Canva is like Photoshop for idiots. Oh really? Okay, you should know it then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are you uh, trying to say? No, I use it. It's helpful. Yeah. Is yeah. it? Yeah. But wait, my that, thing but... wasn't so bad though. Snapchat actually it's works good. pretty yeah, decent for like on yeah. the fly. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wish really the thirty million good. viewers could see this poster. It's I was so gonna say good. go to the go Radio to... Free <laughs> Brooklyn Instagram. This is all just promo for your Instagram. It's this is all promo. <laughs> the Instagram is where we want everyone. <laughs> the bottom of the we don't care about the show. Podcast. Don't listen, just view. <laughs> yeah, it's like once you've heard where the Instagram is, leave the. <laughs> stop listening. Stop listening. And Tune then, out. Everyone, Dude, yeah. We I could. Don't know. We could go live from our Instagram too. Mm, yeah, we technically. You don't need can. any of this. We don't need <laughs> <it>. <laughs> all this setup for nothing. I like the setup though. It seems it very feels, professional. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's like, I like the wires. It feels like an old school. Yeah. Gives it a vibe. Yeah, dude. Wires are underrated. Wires they are really underrated. are. Yo, um, <laughs> yes, Hamza, you did want to ask, uh, he, he came prepared with wow. a oh. fire question to for Tori. Yeah, I had for a bunch me? of- Did I? I well, yeah, about about managing or about peeves of comics. Oh, yeah. What peeves. what makes somebody look like a noob? Well, because you're a manager. Okay. You, I know you're know. like your resident you know. manager of the show really right good. now. This is a great yeah. question. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can sniff out a new comic from a mile away. <laughs> yeah. Not to sound like a shark or anything. Yeah. But what, the, what the new comics do when they walk into either Broadway or, or Greenwich, uh, they, they just go look to the lost. kitchen. They look yeah. straight up lost. <laughs> yeah. Their well, they probably are. Are crossed. I don't know yeah. if they know how to use their hands. Something happens to their bodies where they like atrophy and they walk in and they're like, they just yeah. kind of say their name sheepishly. Yeah. And then they kind of do a circle and then they don't really know what to do with their bodies. And then they usually panic. Um, You're describing me right now. This <laughs> oh, is actually exactly what I'm I getting do. PTSD yeah. for my first day. Yeah. And no, and it's I, yeah, I, I, I was the same way. I, again, and not, <laughs> too relatable. not to be yeah. like, I'm, I'm not like, oh, we got a new one in here. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait until Tori that develops accent? that accent. Yeah. 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 You don't work in a comedy <laughs> club for 10 years. Every time I see a new comic, I'm going to say that. I've um, got a new one. No, normally, I'll just give them their spot time and I'll just let them know where they can hang out because they look so like, what do I do now? You yeah. also tell them they can leave which I always find funny. <laughs> yeah, you can get out of here. I just don't want them to feel the pressure to it's a it's a small room at Greenwich. Yeah. Um so I want them to be comfortable until they're set cuz obviously a lot of times they're nervous. Mm-hmm. Uh so I like to make them just be like whatever you need to do, it's good. You're good. Yeah. It's all going to be okay. Yeah. Cuz a lot of times it doesn't seem like they know that. Um I mean, I like when they try to meet me as well, like if I'm at the door, I think it's a really clear sign of if because I'm just working the door at Broadway. So it's like they could just see me as like a loser. And mm-hmm. and I like the comments you don't that stop to be like, hey, I mean, I'll take the loser name. It's cool. But 
Like if they stop to be like, hey, I'm, you know, so and so, like that's nice. So they can stop and really make like then I'm like, oh, so and so's hosting. You can go downstairs, hang out at this place. But if they just kind of walk in like they own the place and they're and they're kind of new, you're like, I just would like, yeah, I think it's downstairs. And then I'll just kind of like stop talking. So yeah. there's like two sides. There's like the really scared comic that walks in not knowing anything or there's like the overconfident but still doesn't know anything comic yeah. that like is like oh, i'm here for my spot it's like okay like yeah. congratulations <laughs> so there's definitely a happy middle ground of you gotta be the right not polite not knowing anything go, person but also yeah. act like you kind of know what you're doing yeah and being calm yeah being that's the that's that sorry to answer this in the most obnoxious long-winded way but that's the way to do it no i think that was i think that was pretty helpful because okay. now we know two people not to be yeah, right. don't be this scared loser and don't be overconfident and cocky. Just, yeah, just know yourself, basically. Just go there, say something to the host, be nice. Say Yeah, say hi to everyone. And don't introduce yourself unless like you feel the vibe. You know, Don't be like, I'm so-and-so. Like, that's also another thing. Like, yeah. It really right. is. No, you kind of can't win. I you can't think. you can't win you just have to go for it and hope for the best <laughs> i but, had covid my first time at greenwich i didn't know it at the time i thought i was just really hungover, but i was shaking and it turns out i had covid so i don't think i gave a good impression i don't think i gave a good impression my first time yeah that's okay yeah i don't i didn't i met you when you came into work so well that was yeah, yeah. no i don't mean on you tori was, yeah tori told me she hates you that's I what, did think that's it was actually why we up. brought you to here. Yeah. Was to yeah, finally settle this <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. We have swords that were Loni's <laughs> got the swords. All right. I have a list of one. complaints actually. I'd like to bring them up now. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. This is therapy. That's a great question though. Uh, mm -hmm. thank yeah. you. Uh, that was the one we came up with. <laughs> yeah. That was I we had a so we had a notepad full of questions and we don't know where they are. So Yeah, and I feel like I'm getting blamed for it because I had the bag last. But well, you had the bag. You I had the bag. Entire bag. Were there donuts the, no. in that bag? I was telling Maggie. I was like, I really want a donut. I, and you weren't oh, like, you I, I, they should have predicted that they. I want donuts. <laughs> <laughs> Who eats donuts anymore in the morning? I feel like that. I like donut holes. Yeah, I and feel like those are a guilt-free option. You talking about Munchkins? Yes. Okay. I'm talking about Munchkins. Oh, Munchkins. I've right? never donut heard them called that. Donut holes makes Where more sense, again? but it also Maryland. sounds dirty. Maryland. Maryland. Donut holes. Ew. Massachusetts. Yeah. <laughs> We were in North yes. Carolina. M states? <laughs> Is that the, like, the, the connection you're doing there? Uh, M states, yeah, because me and Hamza had a, a similar thing happen. Yeah. Where so we were in North Carolina getting like breakfast or whatever, and Thelonious doesn't know anything outside of New York. I realized. <laughs> like yeah. spending time with Thelonious in, in North Carolina was like, oh, this, like Thelonious didn't know how to iron a shirt. <laughs> Wait, he I, can do it in New York, but not in North Carolina. Well it was crazy. This one is like anti-wrinkle. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. So we go to breakfast, and we're just talking about how he's a New York elitist. Right. And then this this waitress, he's somehow, he's blaming me. He's not. We're not talking about it. Like I'm in on this conversation. He's accusing me. I'm right. accusing him of I being a, a New York elitist that doesn't know anything about anywhere else. Right. And this waitress is talking to us. Blah blah blah. She's for some reason telling us like yeah i went to college in maryland or whatever and then eventually like leaves and he's like yeah dude blah 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 the the waitress is from massachusetts i was like no she's not she's from maryland he's like no she's from massachusetts i was like they're just they're all the different. same yeah i was like she told us Ma maryland and uh, so i was pretty confident wait where are you from also oh i'm from oklahoma okay originally okay. yeah what is your first thought when you hear that I was surprised. <laughs> that is not what I thought you were going to say. Honestly, I've never met someone from Oklahoma. Yeah, this is this yeah. is it. 
This is, <laughs> this is it. This is, what, this is what we are. Dude. You're burning material right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Like, yeah, most people are white and kind yeah. of rednecky. Like, that's I didn't know that. what I thought you were going to say, but it was in Oklahoma. Where would you, if you were to guess a state? <laughs> I want you to put it in New Jersey. New Jersey's the one. Really? Right? Is that what where, people normally I say? I feel like that's where, like, well, New Jersey or Texas? In this area. In this area. New yeah. Jersey's like, that's the brown state. Is it? Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of Indian people in New Jersey. I was going to say, not Massachusetts. I'll tell you Not that. Massachusetts. No, no <laughs> they scared us out of there. Yeah. Like, get out of here. Or what, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> that Massachusetts accent was spot on. <laughs> Thank um, you. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. Had you even said North Carolina, I would have been like, oh, sure. Yeah. You guys went home to your. Could I be from any state? Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, if I were to be like, I'm from North Dakota, would you have said that? <laughs> Not more so than Oklahoma, I guess. Is there any states where you've never met someone from? Because I'm yet to meet Many. someone from Idaho. Mm. I, don't I don't think North it Dakota, has. South Dakota. Yeah. Well, I met a South Dakota. John well, Kennedy's from North Dakota. Do you know him? Yeah. <laughs> John Kennedy. <laughs> he means, John Kennedy. Um, no, I thought you meant like personally. Oh, just like, <laughs> like, like an actor. Yeah. Like a John Kennedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah. Being from Oklahoma, it's fine. Because you don't know... You don't know anything else. Right. It's kind of just the experience you have. So you don't get to like say it's good or bad growing up. Right. Yeah. You went to college there. So you really were like in it, in it. I thought I was going to live there for, I was literally like, why would really? anyone leave here? It's, it's great. Why'd you feel that way? <laughs> because it, life was good. Stockholm syndrome. Because <laughs> <laughs> life was good, man. Yeah. Like you didn't know anything else. Then he came yeah. to New yeah. York. It's this like, is why he gets me. It's funny. I felt like that living in Maryland, but I left for college and that was very eye-opening for me. Uh, I think if I didn't do that, I'd be a loot. Like I would just be like. A townie. Yeah. Like lacrosse and Old Bay. And mm, yeah, 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 this is it. The epidemic of Old Bay in Maryland is disgusting. Like you go to Maryland, you'll like be in D.C. and you'll Old be like, so good. I don't really want to hear what else you have to say about You'll this. be like, can I get some eggs? And they're like, yeah, you want Old Bay on your eggs? <laughs> like, no. Yes. I don't want Old Bay on everything. I want it on everything. Old Bay French fries. I thought it was a clothing brand until they said on everything. <laughs> I have no idea. I was like, is that like Bay a literal was? body of water? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a spice. An old oh. one? <laughs> Matt, oh, my God. Oh, I I'm think I had her. I'm going to give you some Bay as soon as it's like. It's like oh, in a, a little yellow so canister good. with like a red lid. Oh, and you like shake it. Sure. It a red lib like is what we call you. Is it like everything but the bagel that seasoning? Was that was weird. That's it's like everything but the bagel seasoning for people that love crabs. Oh, ew. That's what it is. All crab, right. Crab yeah. the, that was a well, not crabs the, well said. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Learn um, something new on this I'm going to buy you show. some old bay. Oh, I look forward to it. Nice. <laughs> really good nice you said you started comedy about a year ago i did uh, yeah how'd you get in what was your what was your moment of i have to do this well i think i had always kind of wanted to try it and then during COVID, i was like well there's clearly worse things that happen than bombing for five minutes so you yeah. might as well do it so i did like writing classes like i lived at my parents house all during COVID. so i did kind of like the online writing classes and then i moved to new york last may and yeah. started doing um stand up like shortly after Nice. What was your first mic ever? Do you remember? Yes, it was at Eastville because that's like the first one you find when you Google it. Yeah. And yeah, Eastville in Brooklyn went or, there. You mean Laughing Buddha? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but at Eastville, like comedy club. Yeah. So how'd it go? It actually like didn't go that badly. Yeah. And I think that gave me like delusional confidence. Like I'm going to be great at this. Oh, yeah. Amazing. So. Is it because of the writing class, you think? Yeah, like, I like think so. you had so. a good amount written? I would say writing comes more naturally to me than performing i get really really nervous and these guys are like your jokes aren't that good but like um but so 
yeah, I think that helped a lot. Yeah, yeah. And being prepared. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because I think I knew, like, I think a lot of people, you guys talked about this once, like, I think a lot of people, their first mic, they just, like, tell kind of, like, a A vague story. And they're like, this was crushing with my high school friends. And so, like, it goes badly. But if you actually know, like, you should have, like, a setup punch, I think it helps. Oh, you knew about setup punch. You knew about setup punch. That's cheap. I was a seasoned pro. Did you guys just tell a story for your first mic? No, I, I did a class and then I went to an open okay. mic and then I quit for two years. For nice. two years? Yeah, Rio was Hayashi was hosting and oh, it was uh, it was at the cellar, but it was like pre the cellar way it was. Cellar 77? It was at Cellar 77. Okay, I, was like, I was gonna say, When what? we mentioned cellar, cellar name no like that, that up, we, comedy cellar and then cellar means Cellar 77. <laughs> I would in, not in, in uh, bottom of the barrel radio free yeah. Brooklyn. Like <laughs> cellar seventy seven because cellar seventy seven oh. evokes a different emotion for me. That place other was than rough. cellar, the cellar, yeah, yeah. See, I, I have a, I have actually have a warm feeling with cellar seventy seven. I liked it. You used to host a mic there too. Yeah, I used to just feel like I could walk in there at any point, and there would be yeah. someone there that I knew. That I would yeah. love it That's for that reason. Place. Now I go, you know, now it's like revision lounge. Shout out, um, Sarah Harvard. Yeah, but that's only two nights a week. It's only two nights a week, and it's not convenient, dude. You're not just walking around First Avenue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Avenue B, really. Or Avenue B, really. Yeah. Fun is to know where he is. What? Just walking. You don't. No, I'm just you know clueless. (laughs) He's high. (laughs) I'm just gonna like prove my point this whole show. (laughs) Not nice. So how is it uh, being a woman? In comedy. <laughs> oh, Christ. I thought you just were going to end the scene there. Like, yeah. The What's it there? like being a female? What's it like being female? Uh, no, yeah. How We we, we don't have the experience. Are these the questions Hamza. you had written down that you lost? Because it might I, be. No, these are the questions them. that we weren't going to do. But now that we can't. We were like, these are the questions that prompted us to ask our good questions. But we don't remember the good questions. So, you think so if you here's this one. We had worse questions. Like, what? What's do your you want to question? Do, well, what, what was it? I don't remember. Well, like it was like, um, uh, say it. Okay. Yeah. Like he's like looking at me for just say, it. Like, okay. You wanna, so like, uh, do you, Hamza? do you, what is it like? Do you feel like, uh, you know, people put you, uh, you know, do you, do you feel like you have oh, to, God, are you having a stroke? I am having a stroke, <laughs> coffee and no sleep. Do you feel like, uh, you have to fight against some kind of like labels, like a, like a oh, dumb blonde yeah, in stand up yeah, yeah. comedy. I, because I, you don't seem like that at all, uh, which I, you know, I, it's funny that I'm saying that because you're just roasting me right now. I should yeah. be like, yeah, yeah, but you're, you don't <laughs> really come off as like a dumb blonde That's at so all. Nice. I know one thinks that, I don't think anyone thinks that, but I think it. You think that, right, <laughs> other than Hamza. Yeah. It was really Hamza's question. That's why I was yeah, thinking no, about it. I forgot about this. Now, now you started asking and now I remember it. Okay. We were saying, do you ever feel like you have to like play up to like maybe being I was a like, don't ball, ask this question. Like, play like jokes towards like being a blonde or are you just like totally like, no, F that. I'm just going to do. Um, I've honestly, I feel like we're similar in the sense that we kind of detach from the way we look in many ways on when you get on stage. Like I dress in baggy clothes. Like yeah. I don't like to. I don't, Where, I mean, like, yeah, like my favorite joke is talking about like a Jeep wave. Like, yeah, yeah. Not my favorite joke. I'm kind of over the joke. I like the joke. It works. But, anyways, I don't, I'm, a lot of it's about, you know, just like my personal experiences in other ways other than being, yeah, a woman, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Like, Smart. My yeah. favorite jokes are not, do not have anything to do with the way I look, which I know it's easy to start a set with that. You kind of win the audience over of being self aware. Yeah. But, I try to avoid that. That's what I like. Why, do you feel like you ever have to be like, 
like address yourself? Um, or do you, would you say you do that ever? I mean, I used to get on stage and have a, yeah, I, you I know, know my, exactly my, what, original, my, one of my openers for a while was, Hey guys, my name's Tori and my pronouns are she is hot. Oh, nice. It's just how I like to be identified. It's what's important to me or society. And then that at least I could be like, I don't really feel this way, but from like a societal standpoint, like that's what ah. is given to me. It's like a label that is important, but I yeah. don't really want to lean into that. Anyways, there's a lot of layers for just a stupid joke. Um, and I've been that <laughs> anyways. But um, yeah, I try to not make it about that. I guess I normally have like eight minutes anyways. So yeah, it's not yeah. like I'm going to. You're going to harp on. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Look at the way I walk. Yeah. <laughs> you just pick apart each stupid. body part for each minute. <laughs> yeah, like, I got big hands. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, nothing. I have stupid big hands. I have um, really big hands. Really? Yeah. You want to compare? Holy. Yeah. Okay. Guys do it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What if hers squad. was bigger than mine? I said, <laughs> that, that would have been. I was really hoping somehow I could like put it down and yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good because I, I bet Thelonious and I have the same size. I know this isn't fun for the listeners. Thelonious is okay. eighteen. He's he's like eighteen feet tall. I feel like no. how tall are you? Six three, not eighteen. Oh, okay. Um, Anyways, I don't know if that tall. answered your question, but I don't know. That was a bad question. Maggie, what do you think? Honest, about it wasn't a bad question at all. Maggie. Um, how do you feel about uh, your first year in comedy? Are you like, this is what I expected? Is this harder? It's just highs and lows. I, I think you like you. You just have to ask me on a certain day. Oh, I like like, what, what's a what's a high that comes to mind? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I, do, I mean, I think it's just like when you the best feeling in the world is when you try a joke for the first time and the audience knows that it's your first time, kind of because the way you say it is like, we'll see how this goes, and it works. And then you'll have times where you're like, I really feel this way. And then you try and they're like, we do not. And that yeah. feels different. Yeah. So that, that's a low. You yeah. Would say. I would say just or just like, I don't know. I think there's definitely days where I've had like really brutal interactions with other comics or something. And you're just mm. kind of like, ah, yeah, my lows happen off stage. Yeah. I think my highs happen on stage. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like the lows are like, I'm not even a, like you have a mm. interaction with a comedian. You're like, I'm not even a comedian or is yeah. like, that comedian was rude to me. I'm trying to even, yeah, I'm trying to even think of an example. Like so much of stand up is kind of like the hang and just the like stupid, like, uh, Let's not put down the hang. Sorry, but you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Where it's okay, like, I, know, I just know you didn't mean that, but yeah, yeah. yeah. It seems a little networking. Yeah, and I feel exactly. Like some people are good at it, and right. I'm tired most of the time. I'm yeah, just like, dude. I I feel like you're good at the hang. Well, I, if I have, if I, I can talk. I can talk right. all day. But if they're like, like the other night, I went to a club, and I was like, dude, I'm not a club guy. That's like, <laughs> like that's like my like. If I get weird socially, that's where it is. Is like I don't, I don't know. Is it, what about like it could just. Be dependent on the club. It could have been a weird club. Or the people there. Yeah, yeah, it's not a you It was thing. a club where people were having fun. One of those clubs. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're you know, like, where everyone else seems to be doing it. Was a, it was like a, not a stand-up club. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh. That was, that was oh. no, It was like a club club. Yeah. Like a, like sure. a dancing Got club. It. Yeah, I yeah, like, I think dude. my days over are over yeah. at clubs. So. Yeah. By the way, this is it's 9 a.m. You're listening to Bottom of the Barrel Morning Show on Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, my name is Thelonious. I'm here with my co-host, Hamza Chowdhury. We have our guests, Maggie Naughton and Tori Cole. You can find them on our Instagram page. Uh, we're talking about stand-up, as always. I say, do they want to hear about that? <laughs> no. But, uh, <laughs> we're ramming it down their ears yeah. anyway. <laughs> this um, is what it's like. <laughs> this is what it's like. We're, you know, sad about it. and uh, <laughs> Or we're happy about it. Highs and lows, we were just talking highs, about. Highs and lows. And, uh, you know, it's funny. I think uh, me and Maggie were talking about um, how... 
one time you were telling us uh, how you you came oh, yeah. up one day and you were like, it was it was uh, it was at the the you know the red room in Broadway. You had just finished set and you were like, or maybe you hadn't just finished the set. I forget if you had just killed, but you had bombed earlier and you were like, you know, this is the first time I've ever felt like I could like just like I don't like I could quit comedy. And you were like, I never get like that. And then, <laughs> <laughs> then I think me and Maggie were like, after you walked away, we're like, that's the first time she's ever felt like that. That's insane. Like, I feel like that like day. once a week. What are you talking I, I about? I know exactly what you're talking about. I yeah. remember I had just gotten off stage at the Red Room and it was a moment on stage where I was like above my body and I was like, what are we doing? Yeah. yeah. What well, am I, I doing? And then I got off stage and I told you that I was like, I felt like completely detached from myself on stage and I just was like watching myself being like, why are you even doing this? And then that's what I told you guys and you guys were like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're totally no, fake about it. Have you ever felt it. that way? And we're like constantly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I've never felt that way before. But what was it that day? Was it just like the set, or was it I like just was something up else? There, and I just remember being like <laughs> chilling. Like I just was like looking at them. Like, all right, here's another joke. And yeah. then it just was like someone was just like puppeteering my body through it, and I just felt nothing. I felt literally nothing. Like my heart rate was like almost lower <laughs> yeah. than normal. You're sleeping. <laughs> Yeah, we're like, yeah, like a bath is more stressful than this because <laughs> I, I have to heat it up in my head. Like instead of like thinking through my set, I just remember being like, "Are we having fun right now?" Yeah, and I was like doing like a whole convo with myself, like I think so, yeah. but I don't know. And then I was just kind of like, "What's the deal with brain?" <laughs> yeah. Then you went into Weird. Seinfeld randomly, exactly. But that's one of those things where it's like you want to be calm on stage. Like I feel like whenever I'm going up, it's like I'm always getting so anxious. But it yeah. sounds like like that's the point where I think in my head, I'm like, oh, I hope I can be like resting heart rate on stage. Right. But it's like then you feel nothing. Yeah. Which is like also weird. So like maybe the the anxiety or whatever going up on stage is good. Is that? It is good. Yeah. I think because we work at Broadway or we work at a club. All right. Whatever. Broadway. Um, we get a little bit. <laughs> are we not bit, supposed to mention it? No, it's fine. I don't know don't why. Worry. I think that. blanket statements just are more uh, Oh, valid. sure, sure, sure. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. because we work at Broad, I'm just gonna okay don't worry the 30 million listeners will not say anything <sighs> they just dipped to 28 <laughs> alright so no because we work there um, we bringing like anxiety and also stress and also just extreme exhaustion to the set so then when we're oh, doing our third set I of the night the at from. one in the morning during a check spot sometimes you're like I could care less if i bomb right now like it just doesn't even matter and then that's that's the why opposite. well sometimes that's i'm thinking that's how you felt because that's how sometimes i'm feeling where i'm like it's one in the morning it's a monday morning at this point yeah you know i'm i'm levitating i am i feel like i'm a dead person <laughs> and just uh like a like a soul looking down at my body watching me do this random set for these random people who will never remember this moment and that's just, and I'm like 14 hours into the day. Next morning, I have to be up at eight in the morning. Really I'm like, I am up, dead. Polonius. What? You're really beefing these numbers up. 14 hours? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> it's 12. like eight. <laughs> it's like Why? Five. It's one in the morning. Yeah, but you I got think, there. At, I think he's the saying that he's been up for 14 hours. Oh, oh, He's oh, really oh. patting himself on the back for just God being yeah, awake. Trying to, all right. Just a slave guys, to it's called, okay, I'm trying to make it cool for the listeners. You're right, you're right, you're right. You guys. Right. He's I like, I've been working a, a 48 hours straight <laughs> at the comedy club. I just hey left guys, the OR. I did a few surgeries, went straight to the stage. 
Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. I, I, I get like that, but I also sometimes when I'm working really hard at the club, I'm like, I'm not going to that the bed because I've been working for too many mm-hmm. hours to just get up here and waste my time. Mm-hmm. I also think yeah. sometimes those are my best sets too, where it's like mm-hmm. you didn't even have time to like think about it yeah. coming up. You're just like, all right, I have five minutes and this is like what I've been waiting for all day. Yeah. I'm going to make the most of it. And you're just kind of like, whatever. Whereas like, I think if you have time to think about it, to mm-hmm. your point, you get really nervous and yeah. then you're so jacked up before you get on stage that it's like, you're like vibrating and not yeah. being normal. Dude. Yes. I think there's something also to like every Dude. like, like it's just Dude. five minutes and you've been waiting all day. Yeah. For it. It's like, you might as well just go out there and try to kill. Like right. why, what else are you doing? You know, it's like <laughs> fair enough. just going up there and then half-assing it is like, I don't know. Yeah. But after a 38 hour shift, I understand. Right. <laughs> after 38 hours of hard. Yeah, it's hard to give No, it but I, I just mean like, cause we, we have so many opportunities and then sometimes we take it for granted and, yeah. and we are yeah. working. So it's like yeah. 30 seconds before we're on stage, we're getting potentially a negative. We're bringing a, neg- you know, like a negative uh, interaction up. And then it's like immediately we're like jumping on stage after like dealing with like, you know, a kitchen staff or a random customer. I've literally been talking to people walking into Broadway as as I get as you're being introduced. Just a minute. Oh, yeah. And then I have to be like, okay, then I'll go back down. I'm like, all right, what's the deal with these tickets? (laughs) (laughs) Someone has asked me for a shot and I'm like, I have to do that in five minutes. (laughs) Like I'm walking onto the stage. Are they just like. What, does anyone ever heckle you like lady my drink yeah oh yeah <laughs> especially because sometimes i'm the one who made it and i'm like i know you don't like this <laughs> so i'm just receiving feedback on stage for on behalf of broadway which is nice you just like make sure you tip your weight staff I, i'll, I'll <laughs> yeah. be like oh you're paying my rent and then like leave <laughs> well you actually should end your jokes with that yeah make sure i have before only if you yeah. kill though okay. yeah right yeah mm-hmm. if you like, bomb just be like bomb, uh, give it up for the wait here. staff like, uh, i'm gonna need that tip Me. to validate my life yeah. right now no yeah. i've Actually, I've actually had people like write or like say to me like you're also a very good waitress at the end of my set oh. and I'm like um that's not the feedback I wanted but thank you yeah that's like it's like that's what I'm trying not to do yeah exactly so I don't know if she's saying keep your day job but that's yeah. kind of they the, always tip you more when you go up right oh 100 percent. yeah really mm-hmm. oh nice yeah so that means they like you I, I think it could go either way or like they could be like she really needs this money yeah. like don't quit your day job literally which yeah we also see you at yeah. right now yeah I mean, you're know. better at that i think i would tip more if i like i would that. hope so yeah I, also it shows you're like you're grinding right it's like wow this this woman is killing it she's doing it all or she, you know, i'm the face of broadway you think it's troy bond but it's actually me yeah it's, she's gonna we are the real ever. face yeah yeah troy yeah. bond is the figurehead he's the ceo <laughs> no he's, i don't know um he's the king he's the <laughs> all right let's yeah well he gets a lot of credit so that's what i mean yeah we're the spine. Tori's done with him. No. <laughs> She's like, why are we talking about him? I'm not, I don't She's have not, to. I, yeah. We don't have to. Be. Uh, this is my time. Yeah. This is my time. Yeah. Um, and what's your guys' uh, craziest interaction at a, at a comedy club? Ooh. Ooh, let's go wait staff first. One time. Yeah, that could be crazy. There was a woman who she kept bouncing around between... Um, like servers and eventually she landed on me and I don't know if it's because I used to work on a neuro floor but I'm like really comfortable with people who are insane so mm. I was like I got it okay. she <laughs> quick quick in- what do you do on the, the neuro the floor? that was a table? wild thing yes. to say okay. I was there. 
I was going to say this was what came to mind for yeah, me. So it was we have insane. a joint story here. Gotcha. She uh, was yeah. wild. She was a wild animal. She was crazy and she kept like ordering hot dogs, but it was just, she was, <laughs> <laughs> she that was the craziest thing about her. Yeah. <laughs> she Three like, hot dogs. <laughs> like 40 hot not dogs. Not ordered in. at the same time. Like, Where did she put them? Animal. She was so thin. No, yeah. she was really. <laughs> she walked in and I knew she was. She yeah, was, yeah, I shouldn't have let her in. The That's buck should have stopped with you, and it didn't. Honestly, I felt really bad. When I let her in, she yelled at me. So I was trying to figure out if she was going to the 605 upstairs or the 6 o'clock industry room. Yeah. That, and, that's what made the And I go, I go, oh, are you here to see your friend? And she just yells, comedy show. Oof. And I, I was feeling... I shouldn't have done this, but I go, I kind of just was like, okay. And I sent her downstairs because it was kind of like a dig on her to go see the new, yeah. like the new showcase. Yeah. Versus you got like, her. Yeah. I got her. I got yeah. everybody. This was my bad. Yeah. So I thought it was kind of funny. I was like, oh, I'll send her into the industry room. Like, you know, that's what you get for being rude. Yeah. And then, and then later I just heard screaming and I was like, oops. She <laughs> essentially got kicked out because she kept like banging on the table while people are performing. Whatever. She gets kicked out. I got palmed in the face by the security guard because I was trying to be like, hey, listen, like trying to like talk to her reasonably. And you shouldn't do that with an insane person. But she we go back to the table. She had ripped up napkins and made X's all along Ew. the tables as if she put some sort of like That's hex weird. on all of oh us. It was really creepy. Yeah, she cut Tina in the face. Our security yeah. guy. Yeah, she kept being like cut him with yeah. what? Her hands, oh, like scratch. Yeah. yeah, do you know the really, really big guy? Yeah, there's no, like no, no, one no, massive no. guy with tea. like the biggest traps of all time. That's T. <laughs> That's T. Okay, because I don't even know his name. I, I've never. Tea. I've tried to introduce myself, the tea and he's for like, traps. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how he got his name. That's hilarious. Yeah, uh, no, it was Tino. I felt bad. Anyways, that was so kind of on me. She put a hex on you, and ever since then, you haven't been able to. I haven't made one joke work since. Wow. <laughs> how long? I haven't been able to serve a hot dog. Um, <laughs> Wait. Also, how many hot dogs did she order? Three, I think. That's too many. And did it comes with that? two in each order. Oh, so she had six hot dogs. Six total. Oh, yeah. Did she eat them? Dude, that's, that's a competition amount. I don't know. They were just like scattered about the showroom. So I don't <laughs> know. Yeah. She was making X's out of the hot dogs. Also, <laughs> she put a hot dog. So curse she was ordering on them and then moving. Yeah. Well, that was that. That was what was so weird is nobody knew who her real server was oh. because she kept like moving and then she'd be like, "I lost my phone," and we're like trying to. There's a, it's the audition show to all the viewers at home. Yeah. So there's a lot going on, and she um, and then she eventually got kicked out and didn't get to eat any of her hot dogs. But she had her phone. So, so they just Easter egg of Six hot dogs. Yeah. Over the, hot dogs. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, that's one of my crazy. They were like, if you can find the hot, all the hot dogs, you get an extra spot on the 11 p.m. I I was gonna say that sucks for the the people who were like auditioning at the time, right? Oh yeah. Was the entire room just staring? Who was on when she was screaming? Do you remember? No, it was some person who I don't think. um, I think their their set became about her, so it's hard to progress after that. Yeah, really tough. Yeah, Yeah. especially like in an audition. I hope they got like another lady. Will you take your six hot dogs and sit down? Right. Yeah. Your ridiculous (laughs) sum of hot dogs. (laughs) Yeah. Now I'm now when I see a crazy person walking in, I'm like alarm bells, and I like to like notify people. Yeah. I think we've got a crazy one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's the problem is all the managers like to joke about it. Like, ah, you got the insane one, and I'm like, eventually this will fall on you because it's not going to be me who's like restraining this woman. Yeah. Um, you said you used to work on a neuro floor. What was that about? I worked at a hospital. I was like the um unit coordinator for about a year, and I talk about you see some insane. I was going to say, what was your crazy story from there? Thing you've seen. (laughs) 
Um, I just I think about this woman a lot. Someone tried. Someone was dying oh, in their room, and they wanted to smuggle in their dying cat to like say goodbye. And you can't do that at a hospital. And so this girl like brought a dead cat, a dead cat. in her bag oh into the room so that like they could have like a joint like saying goodbye. And then that's the saddest thing. But the was, cat was already dead. No, but it was like. Okay. The time, like on death's door. Oh, so, I mean, it is better it that it wasn't fully cat or dead. She just picked up any a cat, it was right? Just a cat. No, I'm oh, oh, a dead <laughs> no, cat. No, it was her. It was dying. Yes, it was dying. Okay. It was the you, family when cat you said that dead was dying. Kind of bag. I was like, well, no, it wasn't like a carcass, but it was on death's door, <laughs> and um, and then there was a sign on her on her door, like for like. Do not let cats into the room. Like we had to tell other people because she oh. kept bringing it back after we would oh say like you can't or like they they did she die? Yeah, That's the cat sad. or the it woman? was really both. Did they die together? I don't know. I didn't go into the room. They both but. just like crawled into like a how, corner. Together. How long was she at the unit for? Mm, probably like two months. So you got to know her. I yeah well because I would have to answer the patient phones and so I would get to know the patients really well and uh-huh. a lot of them like who had neurological problems would call and be like Merry Christmas like every day for Aww. a year so I would get to know them really well. <laughs> Man, dude, every day is Christmas for you. At yeah, that job. That's, there was that's there was nice. one patient. Well, it got a little annoying, but yeah. <laughs> I'm like trying to do something, trying to hit on a doctor or something, and they'd be like Merry Christmas, and I'd be yeah. like I'm busy. <laughs> but that kind of. Have you ever have you ever read uh, the man who mistook his hat for a wife? I know the name. How have I not heard that? I was like, this could go either way. Yeah, yeah. No, it just reminds you me heard of that. that. No, but okay. how did he? Miss, this is a story. Um, this writer used to work at like a insane asylum. Well, okay, it was called insane asylum back then. I don't know what really they're called I don't now. Know but um, uh, oh no, no, it was it was for people who had just it was like the most strange cases um he was of, like a psychiatrist right like, he I was a I, psychiatrist yeah. yeah for people who had like random things so like you know and then one of the stories is this man kept thinking his wife was a hat <laughs> so yeah. he would see his wife and try to put her on top of his head i i don't remember it was it's been a while okay, this was like gotcha. when i was reading a bunch right back when like he was random, reading back, back when i was reading, when reading. <laughs> at one point i was like they Avid? people thought i was gonna be something you know this is before stand-up who thought that yeah who thought you'd my, be what dude, my parents You're thought yeah my Your parents, parents often think that well my <laughs> no they have to i am like that's what, that's what gets them through the day yeah. that's true but people I, thought no oh, it was it, i i uh i had a good trajectory until i got a computer but because before then <laughs> then porn happened porn and dude, and that's then, the one dude it'll derail I, you that i think came that's over from there that's it was people, porn that's when honest. men that's when you, you go from boy to man porn in runescape is is porn <laughs> that's the runescape porn <laughs> that's the runescape porn <laughs> that's the life-changing event in a person's life right yeah before then i was like rubik's the fork cube in the kid. road is porn <laughs> for men <laughs> yeah for women what is what is it for women yeah, what's men? the fork in the road for us mm. online shopping that's really where my online time went for a while yeah i, I, I was into online now, shopping but- for a bit there was like three years of my life where if really? I was on my computer not working, I was yeah. online shopping. I feel like the fork in the road for me was alcohol. Like Ooh, I was on a path I mean, and then you're like, ah, I've been derailed. Better. I think yeah. mine was Pineapple <laughs> Express. Watching Pineapple <laughs> Express. I know like it's a joke, but like I just wanted to be cool so bad. Yeah. And then I watched Pineapple Express and I'm like, these guys are cool. I need to do that what they're doing. Let yeah, me yeah, find yeah. weed. That, that makes so that much sense. That is your personality. It's an attempt at being that. 
Yeah. Edit. I mean, uh-huh. at this Ed, point, James it's Franco's not character. attempting. It's just like that's like the residual of trying for four years. And then now I'm like trying to un pineapple express my brain. <laughs> Do you all have like a like a TV show or movie that like influenced your personality? A hundred. Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I don't um, know. That's. I mean, I'm thinking my favorite show is Californication. Gotcha. Oh, that, that was good. Gotcha. That's why you're a drug addict and sex exactly. addict. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's why I'm a writer. That's uh, why I sab- self-sabotage. Self-sabotage. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. But no, I, a lot of that show resonates. That's why you days. have sex with minors at the yep. end of the show randomly. Is that what yep. it is? I haven't No, at the end of the show, it gets a little weird. David Duchovny? Yeah. Has sex with a minor? Yeah. He has sex with everyone. But anyways, the point I like that yeah, I like daughter. that all along he has his his Karen. That's her name, right? Uh, now you mean that his, I say his, that, it sounds weird. Yeah, it Karen does sound has been dragged yeah. through the mud. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's Karen. Why, yeah. his, oh, that's what you mean. That's yeah, his, not that's, his Karen. His rock. The, the, you mean his rock. He loves Karen yeah. the whole time. Yeah, but yeah. he's hooking up with everyone else. But all along he just wanted to be with Karen. And I think a lot of people have Karens in their lives. Oh, yeah, but they really self-sabotage along the way, but really gotcha. he just wanted to be with Karen. Pretty deep. Um, wow. And I think that affected me, and I think I believe in that in a certain degree. So Interesting. Yeah. Who's I your think Karen? I, I mean, I had one in high school, but again, I've moved on, <laughs> but uh, I think it really affected me yeah. more, than I've, more than I've realized. Interesting. As I get older, I realize the impact that had. Because yeah. you were self-sabotaging. How do we feel about this mentally? I feel like it does track. <laughs> I also think a lot of people think they're the the Karen for somebody, yeah. and then they are not. Ah. You know, like I went to high school with a girl who her boyfriend like constantly cheated on her. They're married Ooh. now, so oh it, yeah. <laughs> and Shout she, out Jen and Chris. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> happy nuptials. So happy together. <laughs> um, and he. She said she was like, as long as he, as long as I'm the person he thinks of before he falls asleep, we're good. And I always thought that was so sad. Yeah, <laughs> so it's not very hard, especially if yikes. you're sleeping next to the person. Well, 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 this would be after cheating on her. So like yeah. he's literally um, pulled out, and Ooh. then he goes, but but Courtney, yeah, I shouldn't say. I don't think she's saying. <laughs> so we know the name. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So if you're in Massachusetts and your name is Courtney, Courtney. Watch out. I'm just saying, Courtney, dream uh, bigger. So who's, who's uh, sorry? Who's your character? Who's my character? Say? I think, for better or for worse, this is my comfort show. I watch Gilmore Girls because they yeah, talk so nice. fast. So that's beautiful. Yeah, that they don't have time to like pause for thought in between each sentence, and I think that really resonated with me. Yeah, yeah. So, you so. Just, you're just like flowing. Yeah. Yeah, just letting it all out. Yeah, there's no like it's my comfort show because there's literally no gasps for air in that show. It's just words. Love it. Interesting. So you like to be like just like constant. Why pause? Why sit with your thoughts ever? Do you, you know that, what I mean? Do you think that shows up in your comedy? Um, probably. It's like stream of conscious. Yeah, it's probably. Slightly neurotic. Yeah. Yeah. But Just, in like a self-aware way that's almost calming, but like not. I hope so. Sometimes I feel like I'm having a nervous breakdown on stage and then. I, the other day I was on stage and my leg wouldn't stop shaking. That's happened to me just before. Just one? Just <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if it was both and I was just like. <laughs> I was just like <laughs> like a toy soldier yeah just like waddling around stage uncontrollably. yeah did you call it out or you just like kept going 
Oh, I just kept going. But it wasn't I don't I, I asked my friend who was at the show. I was like, could you tell? And he was like, No. I was like, thank God. Cause That's like, why I wear flare jeans, so you can't tell that my leg is shaking. <laughs> I I did a um public speaking class in college and the first assignment was to just go up and talk for like thirty seconds. Yeah. Mm. And I was like, sure. So I go up there and my leg started shaking mm-hmm. and I was like, I will never feel this way again. So I would get wasted for all my speeches. Oh wow. Yeah, I was just That's hammered. very Californication of you. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's in character. Good callback. Mm. Nice. Yeah, I got drunk. It was a 9 a.m. public speaking class. Really? And I would be hammered for all my speeches. That's Yeesh. that's almost difficult. Yeah. Oh, I that used alcohol just aggressively for any anything that would make me nervous. I really? would just be drunk. My my buddy used to do that for like he used to have to travel for work and that's when he would start drinking a lot and it's like that's crazy cuz you would have to catch flights at like 5 a.m. Oh, you know, and, and being hung over on an airplane. There's nothing worse than being hung over in the there's airport. There's really nothing worse. Oh, mm. if, yeah. I you ever <laughs> sick on a plane, like hung over mm. on a plane. Oh, do you throw up. Yeah, because so I Did went you tell to me this story before. I don't think so. OK, I but, like I just like hearing these types of stories. The, <laughs> I think when I realized like I was like I took so much pride in this. So I went to school in Wisconsin and I would have to take a bus from Wisconsin to Chicago and then the plane from Chicago to Boston to go home. And my mom, she would pick these flights at like six in the morning because they were cheaper. And she was like, you can do a 3 a.m. bus. You didn't book your own flights? No, I'm a child (laughs) at the time. And now. Did you, in senior year of college, your mom was still booking your flights? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to get a pulse on that. Okay, (laughs) whatever. It's still her fault. (laughs) Yeah. Because I would would just go out and be like, well, I'll just stay up because otherwise I'm not waking up for this 3 a.m. flight. So I would drink and then get hung over on the bus and once there was like this like massive like asthmatic man sleeping next to me and I was like oh I'm gonna throw up I'm gonna throw up there's like no chance so I threw up it was like I was either gonna throw up in my bag or swallow it Ooh. and I swallowed it yeah. and I was like like a champ Good yeah job. no yeah. I truly As you should the amount of pride I felt I was like oh I can handle anything i felt so good about it that. I'm how that's, you that that's how you're like <laughs> that i'm a man or i'm the man I'm, i've never been like, prouder of anything <laughs> <laughs> Could Just catch what happened. enough that it was like like eyes bold situation yeah yeah and so then i and then i just kept it moving and i got on a that plane was so call her daddy of you yeah i'm just like fucking chill so that's dude i'm fucking chill i'll swallow throw up yeah to you know what i mean that? um Spit, i've definitely swallowed throw, throw up before. or swallow but it wasn't even <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't even from like drinking i think one time i was just like kind of feeling that's sick. worse yeah yeah that's just, Ooh. Like, i don't I, like that. yeah that you is ever, so like, much worse up in your you never like, I, I, oh yeah for sure oh, yeah what's the worst you've ever thrown up Where's the worst place you've ever thrown up? Place? Worst yeah. place? Yeah. I've puked in an Uber before. Yeah, that's in $200 a charge. In a bag. Oh, oh so nice. you didn't have to pay for it? At least three times, actually. Yeah. Um, no one ever knew. Oof. Well, my friends said, uh, yeah. Yeah. I threw up, like, in a trash, in, like, a trash can, like, right before my freshman year roommate's parents came Ooh, in. A, so I was, like, gray meeting her parents for the first time. Oh, my God. I, this yeah. is actually really funny. I was babysitting, and I picked up the little girl from school, and I drove back. To her place to drop her off and i puked on their front lawn from being Oof. drunk from being wait i was so hungover that day oh, it was like okay. five o'clock the next day yeah, yeah and the mom came sprinting out of the house was like what's wrong with you and i was like <laughs> and you can't I be like i'm 17 <laughs> i'm hungover it's the stomach bug and then yeah. i went home and yeah. then i quit later on but. yeah that day she's just like you she quit was really rude you, you she was a neurotic because- mother she was like yeah. you can't be driving my kids around like that and i was like you've been like well you should 
find a re- better non-alcoholic nanny. How yeah. about that? <laughs> You're like, I could have been drunk when I was doing this. Yeah, I'm actually... <laughs> so bad. Uh, cool. Uh, do we have any more Broadway questions? I feel like we've totally sidetracked. You don't like the puke stories? No, <laughs> I, yeah. Love are you kidding me? Like, this is I a great... resonate with the listeners more than our open mic. Yeah, you're um, right. You're like right. Open mic right, sorrows. Tens. I once threw up in a train station. I almost like... I was like six years old. And my... Six. My, my gut reaction was on a stairs. And so my gut reaction was to like lean over the side of the oh, stairs. Oh, no. But there was someone down there. God. Did you so, throw up on them? No. Oh. Thankfully, my mom was like, no, just throw up right here. So I just threw up on the stairs. Got it. Which is, I don't know which one's worse. Because the stairs is like, everybody has to use them. It's so funny. So You're it's either person one person's a victim or everybody Or everyone's. And we went with everybody. Yeah. We went with everybody. And then we just kind of walked off. That would actually, though, if somebody threw up on me from above, that would... That would traumatize me. I think yeah. that would be. You would never feel safe no. anywhere. Yeah, inconvenience <laughs> millions of people or traumatize somebody for the rest of their life. Yeah, they'll never be able to walk anywhere, and they'll be like, like just I like just be covered in anything. Uh, you know, their their oh. future husband will be like, "Why are you looking up yeah. all the time?" <laughs> it starts raining, and they just start crying. <laughs> <laughs> One time, I was driving, and um. <laughs> This giant thing fell out of a tree. And then I, as I drove up to it, I realized it was a snake. And I was like, oh my God, if that had fallen into my car, because I had a Jeep with the the top off. Was it dead or alive? It was alive. It was a big black snake and it had been climbing in a tree. And I just, I remember seeing something just like thump onto the road. And then as I drove up, I was like, if I had been. Yeah. Faster. One minute. Or not even like thirty seconds. If I had just like gotten in my Ooh. car, that could have fallen on my head. That's crazy. Crazy. Oh my god! What kind? Of, what would you do? Issues. What would you do? Were you on just the highway? Swerve into a tree and die. That yeah. would have been the only. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That would have been the only. I'm taking you out with me to the snake. <laughs> Literally, I was like, and I would have given myself the grace because you hear the stories of like the bee flying into the window and the girl freaking out and dying, and you're yeah. like, that's so dramatic. Like I'd be ready for that. I'd be yeah. like, okay, there's a bee. I'm driving. Be careful. But if it was a snake. <laughs> Fucking forget it. Just er, just nearest tree. Yeah. I like the idea of crashing into a tree because I feel like the snake wouldn't be affected. Mm -hmm. It would just like still be fine. Oh, yeah. The Mm -hmm. snake would be totally fine. But you're just like, I'm out of here. I'm out of this world. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, if a snake fell on your head while driving... Well, that's almost like biblical. Like you are supposed to die. I think at that point, you know what I mean? I have a very irrational fear of being eaten by a shark. And sometimes I think that if I were to be taken up by a shark, I'd be like, God is real. Because I've always thought this. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And then I'd be like, well, the afterlife will, will be legit because I've always seen this for myself. So Yeah. You manifested so yeah. by a shark. Do you ever go to the ocean? Do I go to the ocean? Like, do you ever swim I have in it? Swam do you ever in swim the in the ocean? It? Yeah. And you're scared of I have to just let it go. And I used to just be like drunk because yeah. usually you're drinking <laughs> on a beach. Yeah. I'd be like, whatever. And then now I have to be like actively like, you're going to be okay. Yeah. I'd run the stats and I try to. It's let most it go. likely going to be that person. <laughs> most likely. <laughs> when I was little, though, I would only go into like my hips and then I'd yeah. be like, all right. My sister used to swim out really far and I would be like, every time I'd be like, she's going to die. It's yeah. the end. I have the same neurotic fear, especially as a child. And I used to deep, like not deep ocean, but like go swimming in the ocean. Where you you never leave New York in Estonia. Oh, yeah, in the in that whatever that ocean a sea is called. Estonia. Yeah, it's out there. Something like that. Um, Tori, would you be swimming in the old bay? Is that where you would go swimming? Uh, the bay. Okay. Okay. The Chesapeake <laughs> Bay. Sorry, I just remembered Old Bay. Yeah, yeah. 
I live on a river at home. So oh, really? I used to swim in it all the time. Really? Hmm. It's pretty dirty though. Yeah. Dirty. dirty. Wait, so Estonia, what about Estonia? No, I just was saying that I had I was relating. You know what I mean? Trying to do one of those things where you're like you're like, yo, you know what? I, Nothing I, is relatable about Estonia. No, no, but the shark thing, the sh- swimming and being scared of sharks. I, uh, my grandpa's a good swimmer, and he t- he taught me how to swim. And I would be scared so badly of sharks that in a pool I'd be scared. Same. In the deep end. Yeah. I yeah. would, but I would still swim because it wasn't something I could really tell other people. Yeah, you know, I was like, that doesn't make what do I say? <laughs> right? I'm glad you kept that to yourself. That's what you should keep to yourself. Especially to like my grandpa too. who doesn't speak English and I'm just in Estonia under his thumb. And he's yeah. just like, we're waking up at 7 a.m. to swim. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And we're just doing laps, you know, with a trainer. Yeah. Jesus and I'm, I love the Estonianness of that. We're yeah. doing laps this morning. It's not just, it's the Russianness. Seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, yeah. 12, 13. Yeah. Oh, you and went every year? Until I went you were every 13, year until I was in high school. And then I was like, I want to be cool and smoke weed in the summer of my Have friends. Have you gone back? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I went back last summer for my mom's 50th. Okay. We went to Estonia to celebrate. Where, with, uh, where is Estonia? It's uh, right next to Russia under Finland. I was like, under Finland, under Finland above so Georgia and Latvia. No, I mean Latvia and Lithuania. Can you speak is Russian? Sorry. I do. Yeah, no, no. You're right. You're, I don't, you're I'm good. surprised that people still I think ask I asked that. that like three days ago. Yeah. Yeah, I speak Russian. Fluently? Flu- like, really pretty well. fluently. Okay. Like well enough that you know, you wouldn't know that I don't speak until I say something grammatically incorrect. Really? Dang, that's pretty good. Like you do with English? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So I guess, you know, they'd be like, yeah, that tracks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Is Estonia more Russian or is it more like Finnish? It's 30% Russian, like 50% Estonian and like 30% or 20% Finnish. Okay. But culturally, it's very... I wasn't going to get there either. It's very Russian Um, culturally. You're just like eating like, just like drinking vodka and like... No, no, it's actually very Estonian because they what are so, uh, they have their own like culture and everything like that. And they, they actually joined the Nazis in World War II to get out of the oppression of Russia oh. because oh, wow. they hate Russia so much. They were like, we'll just do, we'll do anything. And so when I, when I go to Estonia, especially as a child, because they had just gotten out, yeah, they, I would speak in English at grocery stores rather than Russian because Estonian people would yell at me. Yeah. They'd wow. be like. Fuck you. Your grandfather's you Russian. Nazi is what you're low key. No, my grandfather, my, my family's Russian. So they would be. So, so they, they're the worst of the two. They're worse than In Nazis. Estonia, they're like, <laughs> we'd rather you be, I guess, Not, I don't know. Nazi than Not Russian. anymore, but at, at one point they were, it was just they were very uh, proud of their nationality and they just hated that yeah. Russia was oppressing, which is fair. Yeah. Maggie, do you have any un- irrational fears? I'm afraid of sheep. Ooh, why? I just like they're so human like, but then they have like the hair. It really free. It you're, really freaks like, me. You're talking about like big fluffy. Sheep yeah, I hate them. I didn't know they were human like at all. Yeah. yeah, like in their faces, they have like expressions, and I re- I don't like animals. <laughs> you ever been with a live sheep before? Yeah, well, like I avoid it at all costs, but like I have I've never encountered a Dude, live. I was gonna say like this? what? Like she's like running away, and there's just sheep everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, <laughs> like, you don't want to go to New Zealand, is what you're saying? No, oh no, not at all. Like I just they're their faces are so long but they have like human wisdom eyes. in their eyes and it really freaks me out do you wear uggs i do is that like your comeback like fuck you <laughs> yeah <laughs> literally you wish um yeah i don't like them and i don't i there's like a lot of farmland where i'm from and yeah. i don't go because i hate it really yeah that's an interesting one what do you mm-hmm. think that comes from i don't know 
I don't know. You think you're like a sheep so are you like, in a human body? Yeah. <laughs> are you like very pro wolf? Like whenever you see a wolf, you're like, hell yeah, go fuck. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm on team yeah, wolf. Um, you're, t- you're pro wolf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I have a, that was weird. My, yeah. yeah. My stupid like one is I don't like when balloons pop. Fair enough. Like that. Is that weird? Like I what? used to sit on balloons and pop them as a child. Yeah, that's because you're a monster. <laughs> yeah, you're a monster. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, uh, I don't know, something, especially when you don't know they're going to pop. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't I hate it. Does anyone prefer that? I guess you do. You prefer that I sound. I would stab them with scissors. I would sit on them like, ah. You just don't like. It's like a fun pastime for me. Like Jeez. you're like some other kid is enjoying playing with balloons and you're just like, that, is that when? Or you I just, remember it was when they were dying. I would do it. I'd be uh, like, my mom would be like, all right. Time to get rid of these. And I'd be like, ah, I got it. <laughs> and I just thought the thrill of just like popping and like hitting the ground. Like, cause you'd be like, cause I was Ow. so small and light that I could sit on the balloon. And then I was, it just was like the, the thrill of it just like yeah. falling, just disappearing out from under me and then hitting the ground. Uh, I'd loved that. Where yeah, do you think yeah. that comes from? I don't know. I liked turbulence <laughs> as a child too. I love plane rides. And when it got like really turbulent, I thought it was yeah. so exciting. Huh. Everyone else is like shitting their pants. And yeah. Like <laughs> laughing me, statistically. Like, <laughs> death wasn't real until like, college for me i was like oh high school, yeah. high school. What, what was the experience that made death real um well, my, mom, my mom got really sick and that ah, was scary and then yeah. i got that's a uh, bummer. I got really high. <laughs> I don't, that was such a bummer of a question. I don't know why yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah. I was like, what made when death When did you real? believe in death? It was not yeah. going to be a nice answer. I thought you were going to be like, I don't know. I was like, like do I really want to answer this? Yeah. Uh, my mom got sick. And then um, in college, I got really high. And I just thought about mm. dying oh uh, for a long yeah, that's time. That's what I think about every time I get high. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's why I'm doing it. Smoke. Yeah. yeah. It, death became very real when I was very high. And yeah. then I was like, oh, well, we're all going to die one day. And well, I had to see a therapist to like talk me off the ledge. Really? Yeah, it was scary. Dang. Yeah. I couldn't get on a ledge. I'm scared of heights. <laughs> Death mm-hmm. becomes too real. Um, by the way, it is 9.35 a.m. We are bottom of the barrel morning show here on Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm here with my co-host, Hamza Chowdhury. My name is Thelonious. We have our guests, Maggie Naughton and Tori Cole. You can find Maggie Naughton on Instagram. Instagram Maggie Naughton. On at Maggie Naughton. As, but how do you spell it? Um, M-A-G-G-I-E-N-A-U-G-H-T-O-N. Mm. And we have Tori Cole. How do you spell your Instagram name? T-O-R-E-Y-C-O-L-E. And uh, I, I'm just, uh, I just wanted to get here because I know Tori might have to leave in five minutes. Uh, I got 10. You got 10. She's yeah. got 10 on her. I got 10. Wow. She's oh, got just 10 on it. All right. Um, I yeah. wanted to, uh, to ask you because you really loved this question last time. Um, you know, and I, we kind of did this with the managing stuff. But uh, last time you came on the show, I asked you if you had any advice. And you said, just have fun. Just make sure you're having Advice fun. Advice for what? Stand up. Sorry. Okay. I just wanna, I want <laughs> for life. life. That's not I, hey, that's I not mean, bad for life either. True. Yeah, yeah, it's true. All right. Um, do you want to answer that question? You want me to answer that again? You want me no, to say well, the I same mean, thing again? No, but you might have more advice. You so know, you're maybe my, you're more. Maybe how long since the last time you were here? Like, what's uh, the gap? May twenty second. I saw my Instagram stories. Ooh. Oh, nice. Oh. May twenty second. Right. Ha- it's like been like almost five months. Wow. Holy four months. That is crazy. That went quick. Do you remember? And that was wild. Yeah. Damn. Do I remember what? No, I just how much fun we had. We did have fun. <laughs> we did. Uh, so you want me to answer the life advice question again, or comic advice, stand-up comedy advice? Whatever you want. I want you to give me some a good prompt. I want to uh, know what I'm answering. What do you think would be helpful for a comedian to like to get booked at a comedy club? To get booked. Yeah. Mm. Like what? What? How? Like what is it? Is it just like? Have like something that kills. Is it like have you have a good to ask social media to offer presence? them if you're new. Yeah, yeah. If you're new and you're trying to get booked, yeah. 
maybe you do their social media. Yeah. Maybe you mm-hmm. work their front door. Maybe you yeah. serve. Maybe you are a bartender. Yeah. I know a lot of comics uh, coming up that do jobs like that just yeah. to get in. And then getting that uh, stage time will make you better. And then yeah. you can start getting past. Yeah. Um, but until you have that muscle and skill set and just kind of overall clout in the industry, you're not going to get booked yeah. or passed at a yeah. club. So and it's really, it's kind of like the whole, um, you need a job to get a job. Yeah, like mm-hmm. when you get out of college and you're like, it's like, that's like your internship. Um, and you have to kind of put in the, you know, blood, sweat and tears to kind of start getting that. So that's my advice is roll up your sleeves and find if, a job. If you're a comedian listening, that means start figuring out how to bartend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just figure out how to bartend, <laughs> figure out how to work a door, figure out how to stand or, in front of a door. Or cut clips, uh, again, hangs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, with uh, TikTok and Instagram, you yeah. can kind of leverage social media. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, anyone over the age of like 40 is like, hates social media, which yeah. to be fair. Or there are comics that are coming up that have a big following that haven't had to do that grunt work on the ground level because they have a following. Yeah. And they're able to use that to get into clubs. That's yeah. another way to do it. But that's also really hard. Yeah. So there's really no easy way in. No, there's no easy way there's in. There's no easy way in. And while I look at three people who all work at a comedy club, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, dude. I guess you guys all had to murder someone to get in, huh? True. Just a dog. Just a dog. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just a cat that was already almost dead. Yeah, it was on its way out. <laughs> okay. Got it in a bag. Um, yeah. Are you asking what my advice would be? Yeah, I, I was going to ask. Uh, yeah, yeah. What would your advice be? I think your first like 15 seconds are the most important part of your set. Yeah. So well, have your opener be really, really good. I think that's what like makes people ooh, remember you. I like that. I was told that you need to make them laugh within 15 seconds, but you think it should be your best joke up top. I don't even, I think you're, I'm, I'm so anti, like I know what I look like jokes, but at the same time, I do think if you have a really good one, yeah. it does, people will remember that and for a booker who sees so many people yeah. every day that probably helps dude i'm i'm anti i know what i look like jokes too, yeah which i mean i kind of do one so i do i, I now really, do one too I so really i can't it, yeah but, i hate it though um but yeah um how would you say you said you've been doing you've been here one year doing comedy uh what do you think is like the thing you learned the most in one year i think you said this to me and i at first i was like like it's just like nothing like matters. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Okay. Can I tell this story? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So yeah. not to jump in here. I'm but a, I don't know if I, we're thinking the same thing. So I'm actually curious. Well, I remember you were really nervous. Yeah. And and Maggie was going to get on stage. And I, I looked at her and I said, just remember, like nothing matters. No one knows what they're doing. We're all going to die. Like, just have fun with it. Yeah. And you were like, well, it matters to me. <laughs> <laughs> and i was like don't push back on this i go i yeah. promise this is the only way and you were like no it matters to me and then like down the line you you kind of came around you're like you're right like it, it's a lot easier if you just kind of let go and yeah. it doesn't matter yeah but it's funny because i was the first one so i'm really like normally people are like okay that's kind of dark but like cool or like they don't really like no one has ever rebuttaled with like it matters to me and i remember <laughs> being like oh shit maybe it does matter a little yeah. bit hey. so I think it has to be a happy medium because like yeah. you'll sometimes you'll get people will get up on stage. We watch this on Sunday and just melt down and just like blow the whole experience. And you have to kind of. I was there Sunday. I'm very yeah, we, we, just talking yeah, about youth learning. That was a yeah. What who, who wait you said well, we watched say this on yeah. Sunday. I'll, I'll say it after there was can you, can there was something like, like a hint. 
No, uh, don't, don't do it on here. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Don't say a name, but can you describe what happened? They just, I think he didn't want to be there and it really showed and uh, he kind of like kept calling for the light and like was saying, get another comic. I want to get off, like whatever. On stage? On stage. Oh, wow. Dude, I don't remember that. What a bummer. Oh, I watched it. Was um, that next? You were. Okay, yeah, next. then I know what you're talking about. Um, And I so I they're ha- like, take it serious especially if you're new like take it seriously yeah. every spot because it's not like a spot is given but don't go so in your head that every like because when i first started it was like i would get a spot like once a week once every other week and i would i would take it so seriously because i was like yeah. this is my chance this week and i think you can psych yourself out so it's like it matters but like at the end of the day first of all no one's watching you no one cares because you're new and mm. no one thinks you're gonna no be good one gives a shit yeah so have fun with it. That's exciting news. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, remember, everyone's just worried about themselves. This yeah. This is very true. And that's, that's the like thing. A, yeah. Unless someone actually like has a meltdown. I never remember if someone does like not great. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So um, I think that's helpful to know for yourself. Um, that Yeah. I mean, there's like there's like this Ari Shafir thing where he talks about how you can ask for advice from people. But it doesn't matter until yeah. you've experienced the situation where the advice would matter. So you need to experience having being like it matters so much to be able to finally be like it doesn't matter. So you can't yeah. go immediately to it doesn't oh, matter. Yeah, and because then you won't even be yeah. there. Like you can't right. you can't listen to advice about a heckler until you've been heckled so bad and you've been in a situation where like I need to learn how to deal with that heckler because yeah. you can't you don't it's just yeah. like. Like, why would you carry pepper spray around until you've been attacked by somebody on the train? Then you're like, oh, I need to carry around pepper spray. It's just like you need to have the event I, happen listen, in a way to. You should have pepper spray. <laughs> you should totally have pepper spray, dude. No, I'm just saying you need to have you something that triggers. Uh, I do, but I mean, I would, you know, I'm, I dude, I'm too strong. Some. We need some. I know. Yeah, you guys should get some. I, I carry some. I, for the first time ever, I just tied it and sprayed it, and I was like, this comes out like silly string. I thought this yeah. was going to come out like a spray. No, you don't this want it to. This is a water. Then, then it'll catch the wind and come yeah, back the, to you. You want actually I had no pepper idea. gel. That's, it's, it looks like, like pepper gel. hot sauce. It's just like, it's like I no, could throw this on a hot dog. Chest, they look down and then you hit them in the face. What? The really? Thing? That's what someone told me once. But why wouldn't you just hit them in the face the first time? Because it's hard. You have to aim where like you can. You hmm. know. So then you kind of like. Yeah, Flick your you ass. just go chest eyes. Chest eyes. <laughs> I was going to say, does it get easier to hit them after you hit them in the chest? I, I mean, think there's I some... Know. Well, there's like a... Pepper. Yeah. You know what? Bring in the pepper spray. You know? <laughs> <Spend> <laughs> yeah. it out. Um, wait, so, okay. So I asked you what you learned the most in one year, and it's that nothing matters. Is that Was that... Yeah, I don't know. I taught her right away. What, yeah, but <laughs> I think your point is right. You have to experience it just... And then you're like, oh, this is fine. Yeah. So like being able to get the most experiences in, in whatever amount of time. I, I think the thing that sucks about it is like the things you learn are the things that everybody tells you, but you have to do it where it's like just getting up on stage more. It's shocking, but you'll be more comfortable the next time you do it. If you've gotten up every single day and then you do the show and you're like, oh, this feels like it's like going to the gym, they say. But until you actually do that, you probably won't know what anyone means. Yeah, like how can you take form advice for a bench press if you have never done a bench press? Yeah. Right. So I think that's what like uh, that's what Ari Shafir was saying. And that's why um, when people some people like when you ask for advice and it's just like it's too far out. It doesn't matter. That's why um, yeah. it's almost like better. That's why I like I like to when I used to do it by myself, I'd be like, I have all these comedians. They come here and they give me advice. They're not Ari Shafir, Roy Woods Jr. or or. Um, 
uh, Ralphie yeah. May. But you know, these guys, they're they're the advice that we need to hear from because yeah. we're not going to. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah, like if Roy Woods Jr. is telling you about like doing a theater or something, it's not gonna, it's gonna be like, okay, this like, doesn't. Like one time, somebody asked him on a on a, a podcast. Uh, you know, it was a live podcast, and they asked in the comments, "How should I prepare for my first late night set?" He was like, "Well, that's not gonna matter until you get the late nights. Until you've had a late night set under your belt, yeah. and it happened to be, um, it happened to be Stephen. Stephen, was it? It was Stephen. Yeah." Yeah, so it happened to, what's his last name? Rogers. Yeah, Steven, it happened to be Steven Rogers who was in the comments. Yeah. So that was pretty, but that only, it would only work for him. Yeah. Um, but hey, um, hey, do you yeah. have any last comments, the last, uh, last, last stuff, Tari words, Cole? Departing words? I don't know why I said departing. Anyways, either way, it works. Um, have fun. Have there fun. There we go. Everything matters. Everything, everything, everything matters. matters. <laughs> Tari Cole. Uh, everyone knows what they're doing and we're all going to live forever. Ooh. That's nice. good. I like that. <laughs> we should just end it there. Yeah. Everything matters and we're all going to live forever. Yeah. Cool. Um, thank you for coming. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming. Fun. I appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate you. Hope you had fun. Um, we appreciate Time you. Time to get back to work. Tori Cole at Tori Cole on Instagram. Yeah, we'll tag you. We'll do all that stuff. Maggie, all the fun stuff. Are you hanging out with us? I can, yeah. yeah. I can hang till 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Stay, um, stick around. I have, I have a zillion more questions. Oh, good. What was the first time you thought you were funny? Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> ha! This is gonna, be, gonna become more direct interview. Yeah, and yeah, no, that makes me nervous. Tori just knocked over a bunch of stuff, which is why <laughs> why everyone just had to pause moment and looked over. Because I feel like I'm answering your question so earnestly, and bye, not Tori. In, bye, Tori. I'll text you probably in 20 minutes. Um, I feel like I'm answering your question so earnestly, and not in like a fun radio way. <laughs> no, I want to. I want to hear because I like. I think like every comedian like brings something interesting, so it's like. You know, just like even yourself. Uh, but to get there, I have to like understand who you are. I think it took me a really long time, like literally in the last year to admit, like, I think I'm a funny person because I kind of grew up in like a environment where you shouldn't you shouldn't say that you think you're good at stuff because yeah. then it opens oh, you up that. for people to be like, well, you think you're this and you're not, yeah. you know. So it, it took me a very long time to actually like internalize that. <laughs> I remember being at like a family party when I was like five and I asked my dad if I could drink soda at like this party. And he was like, no, you have to drink milk or whatever. And I was like, dad, it's a party. Live a little. And everybody laughed. And I oh, was like, hilarious. I fucking crush. Yeah. So <laughs> that's my first memory of making a joke. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So then then you went to college and did you like write in college? No, not at all. I was going to be a doctor. Oh, nice. Whoa. Okay. That's why you Is worked why at the, you, right. the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I was a biology. I was a biology and journalism major because I was like, I definitely had doubts that I was going to be a good doctor. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm going to cover my bases. And now as an adult, I want to do neither thing. And my parents are thrilled. Gotcha. Well, journalism, you're still writing. Yes. I, I, yeah. So thank God. Cause so I feel like from journalism, there's like a path to writer and writer to comedian. Totally. Yeah. And I think like that was always what I was a lot better. Like I was, I can study hard. So I did fine in like my science classes, but in terms of like natural inclination, I was definitely much more of a writer. So I think I kind of kept that in my back pocket. And then when I was applying to med school, I should have known I didn't really want to do it because I would like fuck around during the essays and I'd make all my passwords <laughs> to like the portals, like, please accept me one or whatever. Yeah, which was just like, that's good comedy too. Funny that's for funny. me. It, and yeah. then I, I lost my password once and I had to call the like admissions <laughs> office and they had to read that out loud to me. And yeah. I was like, stop doing this. <laughs> so nice. So then when was the, when was the commitment? When were you like, F this, I'm going to go do comedy. Um, co like I didn't get into med school, okay. like, and I was like, I can't, 
my mom was like, I'm really proud of you because you just keep getting rejected and rejected oh. and rejected. <laughs> and you still did it. And I was like, yeah, thanks. And so I didn't, I was just like, I don't want to go through that again. You should have been like, that's why I'm doing it, mom, to make you proud. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is for you. This is your dream. No, they, they were also like, I don't think you would be a good doctor either. So it all worked out. Nice. Yeah. Um, and then, and then you moved here. Why, why, why did you decide to move to New York over staying in Boston? I kind of, so I actually moved to New York, March, 2020, not a good time as yeah. it turned out. Yeah. And so I before lived before or after right before. And so I, you moved like, here, the like week March of COVID. Fifth? like because I, March 7th, I think was when I moved back to New York because of the pandemic. So you must move back like March 3rd. I moved to New York for the first time, March 1st. And I went oh home. Yeah. I went home. Like you paid March a year 5th. of rent. I was luckily I was only covering someone's rent. So it was like or like I was finishing out their lease because this okay. girl wanted to move in with her boyfriend. And so I only paid for three months, Okay, which actually would have it would have. Thank God, because she didn't tell me this. It was like a random girl that I covered for. But um, she she didn't tell me that the two other roommates who used to be best friends now hated each other. And that there was a cat oh living my in my room that thought my room was like the cats. So I was like uh, sharing a room with this cat that I didn't know <laughs> for for seven days for seven days but it could have been three months and it would have been and like this girl's boyfriend had like kind of moved in but she didn't tell us like oh that's so i know so i such a like new people somebody that's why i'm so happy that i'm from here because i don't have to i never have i have had to but i feel like people have like traumatizing stories oh yeah like for the first time and that was the thing is like i I think I'm a relative like I've never had like a really bad roommate experience and I think that one could have been like the straw yeah, yeah. like I was just and but so I went home for St. Patrick's Day weekend because I'm Irish and <laughs> do that to the camera <laughs> and um then I just never moved back I lived in my parents house for like a year and a half nice and then but then you just, you were like I love New York for the three days I was there yeah I was like I had well because I was born here I was born in like White Plains and I lived in New York like the first couple of years of my life and was always like, I'm going to I'm going to be a New York girl. And I wanted to go to college here. But I was kind of like, if I plan to like live my whole life here, I might as well go see something else and mm-hmm. then move to New York eventually. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So. But so why did you I, I'm still a little confused. Why did you come here? Because I it was literally like I didn't get into med school and I was like, I I was like, I don't really have a plan, but I'm going to move to New York and I'm going to be a waitress and like figure it out. I was like, maybe I'll be an actress. Like, I don't know. I was like, kind of having an identity crisis. You wanted crisis. to be an actress? I did, yeah. Dude. And I and I wanted to when I was a kid. And like, again, I just got really self-conscious about like thinking that I could be something, I think. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, I'll go, I'll be a doctor because no one can think you're stupid if you're a doctor. Isn't that, that's funny. That's, I, had, I had a very similar thought. Yeah. And that part of me doing stand-up was like, I don't know how to make it as an actor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I can talk. So I'll just do the easier thing. Right, exactly. Well, it's easier to, I, I really do believe it's easier to break into stand-up than acting because like acting, you have to have something happen. Yeah. And there's no way to practice. A hundred percent. There's not the same networking if you don't go to school. And even if you do go to school, it's like potentially like insane money down the drain. Totally. And it's like, like stand-up, you just lose $5 in a lot of time, right? which is it's, not it's, worse. It, it's not worse and to your point you can practice it like there's not really a way to practice acting and I kind of feel like like I think you have a distinct look I look like a lot of people so it's really I think it would be really hard for me to break into acting because they'd be like we have so many of you like what are you bringing to the table it's weird you say I have a distinct look because at the same time as people say I have a distinct look I also look like every other like person that I look like do you know what I mean yeah I, I had like I I look 
just like yeah, I guess a lot true. of people. But then I also it's so weird that because in my brain I look like the average Joe, right? Who, yeah, like, like the average Joe's um, like uh, dorky cousin. Yeah. <laughs> but that 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 is like somebody who has a who has like a staple in society. No, that's true. And like there are to your point, there are so many people who probably play that role. So it's like right. But I think that's kind of the way anybody feels. So you have to you have to have faith that you are bringing something new to the table. But like I I mean you've been there. I get I say I probably once a week, couple times a week, someone will be like, you know who you look like. Mm-hmm. So I do know mm-hmm. that I'm not that unique looking. Yeah. So it'd be very hard for me to be an actress and be like. I think I think what I got you're looking for. Oh yeah, I even did that to you two days ago. Yeah, and that's fine. Ah, so what would you do to her? Said you know who you look like. Ah, who do you look like? In that context, it was some girl from a show. But I was gonna say you like Gilmore Girls, you, don't you look like one of the? I get that one. I get Selena Gomez a lot. I get mm. Miranda Cosgrove. Like it's just like white women. Ah, I look yeah. like a lot of white. Did women. he ask you the competition between all the other? What What was the question? Uh, when what do you mean? Or how'd you get onto this? You look like other people. Oh, we were talking about how um our want to be uh special. Yeah, ended up getting like us thinking. Well, like Maggie was like, maybe I'll be a doctor, and then she was like, I'll move to New York and be an actor. And then I was like, I honestly had the same thing where I was like, I want to be something special, and <laughs> I'm not going to be a doctor. Yeah. I'm not going to be the president. Uh, so maybe I'll be an actor. And then I was like, well, maybe I'll try stand up. Gotcha. Yeah. So you're an actress as well. I'm not, but I always wanted to as a kid. And gotcha. I kind of just like, I don't know. I think it, it felt like much more vulnerable to say that that's what I wanted to do instead of like, I want to be a doctor or a lawyer, which is special in its own way, yeah. but it felt much more concrete to. It's way more chill to say that yeah. than it is to yeah. say it's more I'm an actor. I want to be famous. You yeah, know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, so, like, I want everyone to adore me and love me. When you <laughs> yeah, say exactly. I'm a doctor, you're saying I help people. When you're yeah. saying I'm an actor, you're like, I'm a narcissist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, but I do, I kind of think to be good at stand-up, you do have to have like a level of narcissism because you're saying you should listen to my thoughts uninterrupted for however long, you know, yeah. and the more successful you get. For an hour. Well, yeah. there's, I think it like people, I, cause I say the same thing sometimes. And then I, I think there's a difference between, um, having like confident there's like, cause narcissism is like, I think an extreme level of, uh, being confident and ego. And, and actually it's a, it's being, uh, um, not confident is narcissism. I think. Mm-hmm. So like, I think we're vulnerable. So we're not narcissistic because like you're an active listener. <laughs> Thank you're you. obviously like in the <laughs> moment. So you're not just thinking about yourself. There are certain people we know yeah. who are just thinking about themselves <laughs> while they're talking or listening to you. Yeah. That's narcissistic. Like, right. So we're not that. We're something else. But I agree because, I mean, this is dark, but like think about how they're like the the Venn diagram of like really successful performers who are also then super depressed. And I do think it's like kind of a... a in order to be successful at this thing, you have to have a level of vulnerability while also being confident enough that you can kind of either like overcome that or like expose it. So, but I think the people who are true narcissists who then try and do stand up are actually pretty unsuccessful because there's no way to connect with an audience if you think that you're yeah. great. Yeah. 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 Those people just become uh, like, what is it like talking figureheads? Yeah. Like, have you ever seen somebody try and do a set and you're like, oh, this is just a TED talk? There's no yeah. jokes here. <laughs> yeah. They're just saying things they believe very confidently and yeah. expecting other people to laugh. It's like a weird speech where yeah. you're just like, yeah. um, there's no jokes here. And I think you, there has to be a little bit of like self-reflection for there to be jokes. 
Agreed. Yeah. By the way, you're listening to Bottom of the Barrel Morning Thanks. Show no. on Radio Free Brooklyn. <laughs> uh, my name is Thelonious. I'm with my co-host, Humdra Chowdhury. We still have our guest, Maggie Naughton, here uh, at Maggie Naughton on Instagram. Um, you said you want to, you want, you were at one point, you know, thinking you're doing acting. You look like, you say you look like a lot of other people. Do you have an impression of anyone? And uh, you have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> at least try. For a I second. can try. I actually, I, <laughs> I did a, I did a character class during Love COVID. That. Yep. Yeah. And I did an impression. With who? Um, it was through like UCB. I don't With remember. who? I don't remember his name. John Bander? I actually did take John Bander's class. Boom! That Science. was good. Thelonious is also a UCB guy. Are I did, you? I did all four. I was doing advanced classes. I was getting prepared to audition before I did stand up. No way. Are you going to go back? Acting, well, it's closed acting. now. Are you ever going to move to LA? Do you think no. you'd be an LA guy? Uh, I mean, only if I, <laughs> I would never do it before I found success. Okay. Really? So, see, some people moved to LA for success. Say, but right. I'm already in New York. Yeah. yeah. People do that with New York. Yeah. You know I what? I don't think it's a smart idea to do that with LA. Somebody, somebody told me they were like in standup, if you want to find fame, you'll move to LA. If you want to find skill, what did yeah. you say? You'll yeah. move to New York, something like that. Like you can get good at, in New York. You can get famous in LA. Yeah. Which I think is I, true. I, I, I've heard that same thing mm -hmm. and I totally agree. Yeah. Thelonious, take it away. I, I know what you're looking Can you at. do it? I was really stalling so that you wouldn't so well, that you'd you forget. See, you see the clock? We have 30 seconds. So you got to now or never. I did an Aubrey Plaza uh, impression where she was she was the one um, driving the Titanic. Let's hear it. And oh, I, I love that. And I, I, did, I don't really remember how it went. But you like, look, you like look at your eyebrows while you're talking and you're like. Do it to that. No. I can't. I don't. I don't Come really on, hit one sentence. I'm trying to remember. Um, like that iceberg's not even that big anyway. Yeah, it's something <laughs> like that. Yeah, where it was basically just be like, I don't really understand what the big deal. Is. Like something. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> that was so fast. Please hit it. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any we'll any impression it. real quick that you? Can I hit? do. I have zero impressions, dude. Oh, I, you're I, such I, a liar. I'm not a. I'm not a UCB guy. All right. The yeah. Would well, you? You do Wait, your. That was your character class. That was the culmination. One sentence and. <laughs> yeah. I don't it was John a long Bander time ago. would be freaking upset. I know. I got an A in that class, so. There you go. We're wrapping up right now. Um Maggie, our guest, do you have any shows that are upcoming? Anything you want to plug real quick? You have 10 seconds. I'm at Mulligan's Bar tomorrow at 8 o'clock. Nice. Very yeah. cool. Mulligan's where is that? It's in, it's in Hoboken. Hoboken. Oh, it's in Hoboken. Yeah, that's Very right. cool. I think yeah. that who's the who's the hosting that? Uh James Mack. Yes. Okay. Um do you have anything you want to plug real quick? No. Okay, this is Bottom of the Barrel Morning Show. Uh